0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of I Know Why the Nick Caged Bird Sings. The podcast where we watch every Nicolas Cage movie in chronological order so that you don't have to. I'm your host, my name is Steve. Joining me, as always, is the incomparable Hannah Martin. Hannah, mm. how are you doing this week?
1: So. I'm a little tired because I had to take a Benadryl because I had an allergic reaction to a plant by the river. That's all I will say about that.
0: She sounds crazy, but that's a legitimate thing that happened. Also, so apologies for being two weeks late on this one. We, two things. One, we thought last weekend was going to be Labor Day and today's Labor Day. (laughs) And then we also had to move recording studios. Yes. I'm just getting really choked up about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll miss the old one.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's a, it's a little awkward doing it in our guest room now instead of our office, but uh, we'll roll with the punches as we always do. Yeah.
1: Indeed. Okay.
0: <laughs> so th-
1: I, I fear that I'm not going to contribute much tonight. Oh,
0: fair enough. And I'm I, I'm already like my throat Struggling. is dry or something. Yeah, apparently. I, I think like I sound weird. No, I'll be all right. Okay. I'll power through. Right. So... This week, we are going to look into the future as we discuss the movie Next, starring, of course, Nicolas Cage and the very, very attractive Jessica Biel, and they are love interests in this movie. We'll get into it. Okay, so very briefly, again, like I said, this movie came out in 2007, and I said, let's look into the future because this movie is about Nicolas Cage, who plays a magician who can see two minutes into the future and does he use those powers for good or evil well we'll find out as we discuss the movie later in the podcast but before we get into that the first thing that we like to discuss is some of the numbers so hannah what have you got in terms of ratings rankings uh sometimes you've been bringing up the budget recently as well not sure if you have that yeah i do have that great
1: pretty disproportionate from imdb to rotten tomatoes in my opinion it Mm -hmm. has a 6.2 out of 10 on imdb which is fair it's passing and then it has a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Ooh, yeah, it's low.
1: That is not passing. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big fat F.
0: So I was probably going to save it for the end, but I don't think that this movie is that bad.
1: It's very enjoyable.
0: It's so enjoyable. This movie's fun. There are some really distracting elements, one of which being... His hair. Well, his, his hair. hair, yeah. But also his Nicolas hair. Cage and Jessica Biel. In what world? In what world would they get together? a world where he has to see the future to manipulate his relationship with her. We'll get into exactly. it. Yep. Anyway.
1: Budget. You want to hear that? Sure. Yeah. If you got it. Budget was 45 million box office was 76 million. Wow, so, so it made, it made money. money.
0: Interesting. That's really interesting for more reasons. Again, we'll get into when we go scene by scene.
1: All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is Drill <Benadryl> Han. <laughs> what else all right here we go we're gonna jump right into your segment then let's go behind the scenes a little bit about what nicholas cage is doing in his life behind the scenes on the on the set yeah
1: all right so this movie was mostly shot i'll start with the boring facts first
0: oh good that's what our listeners love to hear is the boring (laughs) facts
1: in my opinion boring. uh this movie was mostly shot with an hd panavision genesis camera which in 2007 was a new New fad, new fan, new fang, shamanic, new, new fan, what is it? new fang, fang
0: I'm, I'm just going to let you keep going. This is gold.
1: <laughs> new fangled.
0: New fangled? <laughs> I'm Googling new fangled right now and seeing not what Not one comes
1: word. Up. It's not like newfoundland or newfoundland new finland or whatever you say that. fang. Fangled is that a thing?
0: The new Fangled Four is a musical group. newfangled <laughs> the definition, here we go. Different from what one is used to. Objectionably yeah. new. That's wow. what I meant. That's what I <laughs> new meant. New is right. a word. I
1: use the word properly.
0: Alright, let's okay. keep going.
1: Anyway, PanaVision <laughs> Genesis, that's the new shit for the movies. And they filmed most of it on that, but Um, it was 110 degrees Fahrenheit in Las Vegas as, as it, as it is. So they, um, shot a week of the movie on a 35 millimeter film because they were afraid in 2007 that the Genesis would explode in the heat (laughs) is what they said.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Really interesting. I know. Uh, I, you
0: know, it's, so what you're saying is that this movie made cinematic history
1: we'll go with that. That's exactly what I was saying. So um, speaking of cinematic history, this movie is produced by a pretty epic film company called Saturn Films. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. I have not. Oh, well, it's Nicolas Cage's own film company.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) That like the pieces are coming together in my head.
1: Saturn Films also produced Sunny, if you recall that movie. I do recall. So Saturn Films uh, collaborated with Revolution Studios. Um, and then this movie was distributed by Paramount Pictures. So Saturn Films, Nick Cage found a story um, called "The Golden Man," which is a short story from a nineteen fifty four sci fi short story. Oh wow! Written by an author Philip Dick. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> I'm really mature. And <laughs> Phil Dick. Philly Dick. <laughs> So, it's essentially next, um, The Golden Man.
0: Okay. He, he can has see the same two, powers. Two minutes into the future.
1: And it, apparently, like, because the book was written in the 50s and it was sci-fi, it was really intense and there were, like, communist aspects oh. of it. And, I don't know, it was, like, very political. So, I think that when Saturn Films got a hold of it, they kind of rewrote the screenplay to be a little bit more marketable, I think.
0: I guess, but I feel like they really missed the mark, which, again, we'll get into when we discuss <laughs> the film with the, who the villains are in the movie.
1: I also have some facts Okay, about great.
0: Them.
1: They make no fucking sense. No, they don't. So, um, Revolution Studios collabed with Saturn Films. They got the screenplay from them in 2004. They were set to film this movie in 2005. They cast Julianne Moore, mm. who Steve did not mention, but she is actually second build, not Jessica Biel.
0: Oh, yeah. Even so though she's this, yeah,
1: she's the female lead, and Jessica Biel is also the female lead.
0: But Jessica Biel is the love interest, right?
1: And Julianne Moore, Moore is like the FBI agent.
0: Yeah, sort of an antagonist in the beginning, but then becomes a protagonist.
1: Sure. So they were <laughs> going to release the movie in 2007, and they still, um, in 2005 didn't have the love interest yet. So in 2006 they cast Jessica Biel. And then they filmed everything in 2006, released in 2007. Okay. So started in 04, released in 07. So took a few years. Long project. I think that this happens sometimes. Sure. So let's see. In May of 2006, stars like the, the whatever the channel, the channel Mm -hmm. like the premium channel, yeah. Held a fourteen episode reality show called Looking for Stars that gave two hundred contestants a shot at a speaking role in next.
0: Oh my god. And a man
1: named Marcus Welch apparently won. And I looked on IMDB and he is not credited. So I what? do not know if that is actually I wonder true. if his
0: scene got cut. Maybe. Or can
1: you imagine winning a reality show?
0: That's hilarious.
1: And then your scene gets cut.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah, so I don't I he's known as to, as like I looked him up on IMDb. I was looking at the rest of his you know, his career which is very short. <laughs> sure. And he has like two different names, so I I looked and neither of his names that he goes by are in the credits for for Next, which is disappointing. That is
0: disappointing.
1: But I thought that was fun. This that is, is like fun. the first movie that is associated with a reality show that Nicolas Cage is in I don't know this happens again
0: this is a groundbreaking film
1: yeah the Panavision Genesis sure Marcus Welch
0: I mean you know we can't say enough about how much this movie did for Marcus Welch it really (laughs) broke out his career
1: I, he's the standout actor. Okay. <laughs> After we watched this movie, we couldn't stop talking about Marcus th- Wells. <laughs>
0: I think we know who Best Supporting Actor is going to be at the end of Perfect. this podcast.
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Poor, poor guy. Hey, if you're listening, Marcus.
0: <laughs> We'd love to have you on the podcast, Marcus.
1: <laughs> Let us know what it was like working on this movie, <laughs> if you were even in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's see. Okay. Um, Let's get on to Nicholas. Please. So... He produced the movie. Right. He starred in the movie. Right. A lot of the creative direction was his choice. Okay. His yeah. idea was that his character is a Vegas magician.
0: That, yeah, that adds up. Which. <laughs> it's we, not in the I, book. And,
1: it's not, no. Okay. Like I said, the book was really bizarre from kind of what I read about okay. it. Okay. And you and I kind of mentioned this while we were watching the movie. Yeah. Like, this character is just him. Yeah, like, it really is. I'm sure this is just who he is in real life, he had with like, the exception of like the superpower.
0: He had like two or three conversations with Jessica Biel about shamans.
1: Yeah, which he <laughs> ad-libbed.
0: I bet. Yeah, of course he did.
1: <laughs> and then his idea was for Jessica Biel to have a job that works on a Native American. Um,
0: because he has to shoehorn shamans he, uh,
1: in. To it out. And it was in the Grand Canyon. I think he just wanted to film in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. reserve i couldn't think of the word she she's the she like, teaches on a native american reservation and the native american reservation happens to be inside of the grand canyon <laughs> and i think nick just wanted to film a movie inside the grand canyon so he was able to shoehorn her right. her profession into oh that
0: God. so many you explaining this so many pieces of this movie are falling into place yeah, of for course, me naturally
1: yeah. um i forget what other movie it was but his wife makes an appearance again
0: it was uh grindhouse it was last week week. yeah
1: so two in a row
0: i did actually i was looking at the imdb a minute ago and i was just scrolling through and i saw that alice kim yeah
1: you'll i mean you can it's the first scene it's one of the first scenes we'll we'll get to that and we'll Mm -hmm. talk about her she it's very short sure and let's see He wears a gold jacket throughout the movie. Apparently that's a nod to the title of that short story, The Golden Man.
0: Oh. I didn't notice. No, we neither.
1: <laughs> Just read that. Mm-hmm. And I've got some other stuff, but I'll, I'll save it for when we when we work Pepper through this movie. In. Yeah. Sounds S- good. Salt salted in.
0: Salt it in. <laughs> Pour some salt on the wounds of watching this movie.
1: <laughs> wounds of mine. Allergic reaction. Yeah.
0: So, also another thing to note: <laughs> this podcast is already <laughs> off the rails, but we are recording on Labor Day and it's evening, so you might hear some fireworks that have been going off in the oh, background. Oh yeah, yeah. They are not anything worse like bombs or gunshots or no. something. They are just fireworks.
1: You might smell my calamine lotion from my rash.
0: <laughs> Good one. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we jump into this movie? Let's go for it. I cannot wait to hear your commentary. It's- <laughs>
1: Oh, just in general or the things that I have left? Because I only have two. (laughs) Both.
0: I can't wait for you to pull out new vocab words like newfangled. It's not new. What's new to me?
1: (laughs) It's like from the 20s.
0: (laughs) All right. So let's get into the movie. And I think actually what I was thinking was the best way to start talking about the movie is laying out the nuances of Nick Cage's powers in this movie. So as we mentioned, he can see two minutes into the future. No more. He can either consciously look into the future, and real time passes, or he can go about his daily life, and if he gets shot or something, he automatically goes back two minutes. Except- It's
1: really confusing. It's very vague,
0: and they don't really get into it, but it's it's really not a huge deal. Except all of that applies- There's no all continuity. Th- right. All of that applies all the time, except when Jessica Biel is involved, his- Destin destiny girl, his his soulmate of some kind. This incredibly attractive woman who's at least ten years younger than him. I didn't look up the ages, but no. We have to talk about his hair. Because right in the first scene. To talk about his hair. Okay, so one of the things he does is because Jessica Beale allows him to see so much further into the future, he sees a vision.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say he hasn't met her yet.
0: He hasn't met her yet, but he sees a vision. It's eight oh nine. He's at a diner drinking a martini, and Jessica Biel walks in.
1: So it's eight oh nine twice a day, but he it goes, doesn't make sense because it's light out. So it's obviously, as obviously day. it's day. <laughs> it's daytime. It's so eight oh nine in the morning.
0: He's drinking a martini,
1: but he still goes twice a day. He still because yeah. he's stupid. Yes, <laughs>
0: because he needs to meet Jessica Biel. It must be his soulmate because. That's the only time he can see into the future further than two minutes.
1: Oh my god, but go once. You don't need to go twice. Right. You know it's not gonna be you know it's the, of the light you know what the light looks like at that time of day. Right. That is not what the light looks like at that time of day. Right. No. I
0: So anyway, the movie opens I'm up. A loser. He's at the diner, eight oh nine, I assume AM.
1: Yeah, and then I don't know if you noticed this, but I did and then I also read it. But he I'm obviously because this movie's about keeping time mm-hmm. they look at watches all the time and every watches. watch is a different brand so i have no idea how many companies <laughs> sponsor this but he had his watch on his left hand and then there was no continuity and then he had his watch on his right hand Uh-oh. and then it was back on his left hand and then it was on his right hand again and it's like why would you ever put it on his right hand
0: well if he's left-handed he would put it he's on not his right left-handed hand, but he's not <laughs> also if it, if i were him i'd be wearing watches i'd be wearing like 10 watches on both of my arms just, I'm just, just, I, just because time is so important to him
1: that's true yeah. you know
0: like what why just rely on one what if that watch he, dies?
1: he's constantly asking people what time it is
0: <laughs> hey man you've got time powers
1: Cause he, but he has time powers, cause it, and he doesn't know what time he's in ever.
0: Right, like why would he need to ask somebody what time it is? Can he just go back two minutes and be like, oh, it's nine fifteen, and then go forward two minutes and be like, okay, it's nine seventeen. <laughs> 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 like, why would he ever need to ask? But a does question? his
1: watch go with him? Yeah. He doesn't. Why? He
0: doesn't go into the past or the future naked.
1: Wait, but his watch sets with him.
0: Yeah, this is why I wanted to hash this out right at the. <laughs> it's <front>. So confusing. <laughs> it's so confusing. Anyway, let's go into the seeds. Let's just. Skip this is it.
1: what I, we talk about this a lot, but sometimes you know we're like, oh, they really spoon fed that to us. This is one of those instances where like I need you to, yeah, please explain to me in depth how his powers work because it just doesn't compute. <laughs>
0: right. Right. <laughs> so. He's at the diner in the very first scene, drinking his martini, and we didn't really talk about it in any detail, but that hair, it's like a mullet, it's, but it's not really. It's, it's a helmet. It's a helmet. It's a it helmet is a, mullet. It's a literal it's helmet a of hair.
1: <laughs> it's ravens, co- like,
0: it's, raven yeah. color. Oh, it's so dark for a man his age. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's misshapen. It doesn't it's move when he runs or does. when he's outside. It's just a bowl on his head. But not like a bowl cut. It's no, like a helmet, like you said. It's
1: just horrendous. And, and it brushes all the way back. Oh, and you know, God. like, obviously, it has to start where his natural hairline starts. Oh, my God. When she you knows not doing well.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. It's terrible. So after the diner, Jessica Biel doesn't show up. So it's not that day or it's not that time. Mm. He goes to work, I guess, which is he's a Vegas magician. He's a low-rent Vegas magician. And... He's like this terrible musician, or musician, magician. He's fine. He's, I wrote down, he's all steak, no sizzle, this guy. He has, <laughs> he's got great, what? he's got great magic tricks. His magic is incredible, but he's like, uh, now I'm going to make doves. And he just makes doves appear. And he's like, yeah, So right. One of the
1: things about the golden man was that he was really socially awkward. Oh. And that's something that they wanted to in some way i think carry into this
0: well they didn't they either did it too much or not (laughs) enough
1: i also think that because nick is essentially just playing himself in this movie Mm -hmm. that he is as awkward as his character is
0: well yeah but i think because there were only a few scenes where he was incredibly socially awkward that it felt out of place like yeah. either do it more or do it less right. or don't do it at all yeah, kind of thing right I get it. anyway so he this is the scene where his wife shows up because he pulls someone from the audience and he even makes a comment along the lines of like look sir, at this
1: beautiful woman. sir this can't
0: be your wife it has to be your, your daughter. daughter she's far too young and beautiful for <laughs> you <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's so
1: alice kim cage it's
0: alice kim his real life wife so in the audience, on- and yeah and in the audience is julianne moore fbi agent we find out with her partner and she's like just trust me this guy we need this guy we need to recruit this guy and that comes into play later so after he goes after he's finished with his magic show finished talking to his real life wife he goes to the casino and a voiceover starts where he starts laying out his <laughs> and a real old
1: voiceover
0: so he starts laying out his powers and all this. He's and like,
1: I didn't always want to be a magician.
0: <laughs> I didn't always want to be a magician. So I decided gambling would be the way to go, and I try not to do too, too much Because I don't want to get... I don't want to get busted.
1: Get, yeah, attention drawn to me.
0: So, But of course, he's about to cash out, and the guards are on to him because, hey, this guy's counting cards. But at the same time, a guy comes out of nowhere, and he's going to shoot up the casino, and, and Nick Cage sees it in the future. So he goes back, and he stops him. And then there's a big chase scene between Nick Cage and the the casino guards because they think Nick Cage has a gun. But he's like, no, it was his. He was going to shoot it. But I know from the future. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I can't tell you but that. But I can't
0: tell you that because I have superpowers and nobody else in this universe has superpowers.
1: Oh, my God. Oh wait. sorry, I just remembered where he runs to. The bathroom no well after that like after this whole chase scene like the the person's house that he goes
0: to oh yeah that's the next scene so yeah i mean i can mention that so he does escape them by uh taking off his magician outfit which is a very puffy shirt and tuxedo (laughs) jacket and then instead so many frills on it steals a man's straw fedora so he's got some really good outfits in this scene
1: it's like a black t-shirt yeah black jeans oh tight black t-shirt
0: he's still in like ghost rider shape he's still looking pretty good but ugh, I, don't I don't know think if he was in actually ghost
1: rider he was in ghost rider shape that's
0: true i i think maybe they did like a 300 thing in uh ghost rider
1: what does that mean
0: like the movie 300 where they painted abs on everybody oh yeah so i do maybe... so
1: gerard butler doesn't really look like that in real life. Uh, well not anymore <laughs> <laughs> just kidding
0: uh so yeah maybe that maybe that's what they did for that they just kind of enhanced it with a little bit of makeup on his abs for Ghost Rider. Anyway, we're here to talk who about next. <laughs> so he evades the cops and this is one of the first scenes where we see he evades the cops by stealing a car essentially. So now he's on a police chase and it's kind of like hey man go back 2 minutes and just find a different escape route so that you you're not on the run from the police. People know who you are. I don't know. Anyway, he decides to make one of those cliche things, last minute jump like in front of a train. So oh, that the train misses
1: the first time. And the
0: train in crash is so poorly CGI. Really it's like video game
1: uh, like CGI quality. Yeah, I yeah, wonder yeah. if it was filmed on a Panavision Genesis.
0: <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs> Look at you. So yeah, so okay. After he gets away, the next time technically we see him is on the security camera screens because Julianne Moore is talking to the security guards at the casino and she's talking to her partner and she says...
1: She's like, this guy knows exactly where to be at exactly what time. You
0: know, based on how he's gambling, we know it's somewhere between... We know he can see somewhere between a minute and a half and two and a half minutes... So we need to recruit this guy because the Russians stole a nuclear warhead. <laughs>
1: and we're like, "Are you fucking kidding?" me? It's like Snake That's Eyes the plot all over for again. This movie, yeah. yeah, it's like Snake Eyes all over again. Like,
0: like why nuclear warhead?
1: Russian nuclear missile. Like, yeah, what? Where did that come from? <laughs> why does that need to be the plot?
0: So Nick Cage, in his stolen car, returns home i guess it's like i have
1: no idea where he is <laughs> like, there's an old man it's like
0: a, it's like a a, a it's shop it's like
1: Doc. it's like yeah. <laughs> like from back to the future like yeah. Doc's like w- work bench area yeah it's like colorful garage. and
0: has gadgets and it's like a garage but it's also a house or an apartment i don't get it I and then there's this old man living
1: there who's in, we assumed was his father but he
0: calls him like art or something <laughs> He's like, don't worry, Leon, you can go. It's fine. And this old man is, he's got He the,
1: knows that he can see into the future. But he's also got a really- <laughs> he sta- didn't explain anything about his relationship with him. <laughs> so it's like, is this the only other person that knows?
0: Right. And so also Art or whatever the fuck his name is- <laughs> He's just this he's, Marcus. He's it's the, Marcus He's chewing up the chewing up the scenery. Marcus it's that's not Marcus Welch. Because he's chewing up the scenery. <laughs> he's just like, hey, Nicolas Cage, why don't we go shoot some pools? I don't know why you keep having the cops on you why don't you just be a good kid and settle down why don't you like he that's what? how he speaks and it was so annoying you don't remember that
1: i can do but it's like you're in vegas you don't need to talk like
0: right that. like what is this character we never see this character again after the scene no. <laughs> because we're we're at the we're at this weird place this garage of some kind And Julianne Moore shows up. Well, before Julianne Moore shows up, he's playing pool with Art, and Nick Cage is like, hang on, I want to see what she knows. And then Julianne Moore shows up, and they have a conversation that's, like, well over five minutes.
1: (laughs) It's so long, it's not two minutes.
0: And then he just goes back and fucks off before she can even show up. So she shows up, and he's like, I guess he's gone, huh? And Art's like, I don't know what she's talking about, lady. (laughs) Like... So anyway, <laughs> that's that.
1: And then every voice and then he probably voices over again and he's like, The thing about change of the past just, is that it changes every time.
0: Yeah, oh my god, that voiceover is so annoying.
1: Whenever so, you go back it We changes. do
0: also find out in his conversation with Julianne Moore that technically never happened, that he's had his powers since he was three and he's had a lot of experiments done on him when he was a kid, so that's why he doesn't like want to get involved with law enforcement. And honestly
1: I'm shocked that there aren't more articles and and like academic papers on him well, of course and like that yeah
0: there would be <laughs> but not in this world <laughs> so
1: wait don't you have a theory
0: oh so let me see if there's an opportunity <laughs> to talk about that because i might just have to talk about that now okay so i probably should have talked about that when he was on the screen and julianne moore was talking to her fellow fbi agents because one of the fbi agents is ah oh, crap let me see if i still have it up i forget his name if you're, I don't have it up, but if you're a fan of the show Ozark, there is an FBI agent named Agent Petty, and he's a, he's an actor who's kind of got a unique look about him, so he's an FBI agent in this movie. So I have a fan theory, this is headcanon, that Next and Ozark... What is
1: headcanon?
0: Like, canon means something that is true oh, in the universe, understood. right? So, but this is... Only in my head, Head. this is just headcanon. got it. So Next and Ozark take place in the the same same universe because...
1: Jason Bateman's character.
0: Well, so because we have the FBI guy who links the two, but Jason Bateman's character has a minuscule amount of Next powers that Nicolas Cage has because in Ozark, he always seems to know exactly what to say to people and what to do to Mm -hmm. get out of Harry's situations. Right. I, think I it mean works. that they might be in the same universe. Out there. Let us know what you think. Write to us in long <laughs> form letters let or in postcards only.
1: <laughs> P. O. Box. P. O. Box <laughs>
0: one two three four Main Street. Okay, so where were we? Silly
1: goose. P. O. Boxes don't have addresses; they just have numbers. Whatever. It
0: doesn't matter. Nick Cage is at the diner again, waiting for Nick, uh, waiting for Jessica Biel. And this at time, 80, 809, at 8.09, I guess, a.m. this time, she shows up and, again, just...
1: He's uh, just shook
0: because he's been
1: doing this for God knows oh how God, long.
0: They zoom in on his face when she shows up, and he is so <laughs> goofy like, looking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's
0: just got such an ugly little smirk on his face. And so Jessica Biel sits down, and it's actually kind of funny because... There's a series of him of his attempts that they show of him trying to go over and talk to her, and of course he leads with magic, like you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, and like Here's lights a rose. a rose on fire comes out, <laughs> or or like like he releases change out of his hand at one point as well. So cheesy. And uh, so he goes through a lot of attempts again, manipulating Jessica Biel into falling in love with him, uh, until he finds out that if he waits long enough, Jessica Biel's ex shows up. And starts being really aggressive with her so that he can step in and look like the hero. So, he tries to fight him one time. And this guy's like, hey, man, this is between me and her. Who are you? And he goes, I'm her destiny.
1: Her future. (laughs) I'm her
0: future. (laughs) Like, what did... Anyway. Nick
1: wrote the screenplay. That's true. Yeah, so... Well, he didn't write it, but he had a say in it.
0: So, he decides that fighting this guy is not the way to go. But instead he should just get hit by the guy so he gets hit that's like the third time you've dropped that thing (laughs) we're in a different studio (laughs) it happens hannah dropped her notes it's fine it's okay we're We're okay we're back at it we're we're back on our bullshit yeah so nick cage is sitting down with jessica beale and she's all like how can i ever repay you kind sir and he's like well my car broke down i could use a ride to flagstaff Which they're in Vegas and Flagstaff to Vegas is like, what, four four hours? hours. And then she goes, Well, I am going that way, so I can give you a ride if you don't mind stopping off for a few hours halfway in between. (laughs) It's
1: like, We're turning this four hour ride into a six hour ride with a stranger. Girl,
0: what are you doing? This man, he's a fucking creep. He also
1: has that hair. That hair. Let us not forget. The helmet. The helmet. Apparently, a gold jacket.
0: and i just wrote down i hate this interaction he's a psychopath <laughs> and so of course
1: yeah like who in their yeah. right mind yeah it's it's unreal
0: i know i know so they're in the car and they're driving and she's like hey if i get any psycho vibes i'm gonna throw you out of the car and so they're in the car and they're talking and he's like do you believe in destiny uh, do you believe that people are meant to be together
1: it's like psycho vibe
0: she says that but then they just laugh it off and then that's it
1: i'd be like you're out sir Mm -hmm. (laughs) well yeah i would never give him a ride in the first place
0: so the next scene is the native american reservation we find out that jessica beale does some teaching part-time on the native american reservation it's a federally funded program and nick cage uses this in the grand canyon in the grand canyon nick cage uses this as an opportunity to talk about shamans but another (laughs) really weird thing that happens here two things one is that they're walking down the grand canyon and so before they even start their descent into the grand canyon nick cage is sweaty as hell his he's wearing a gray shirt disgusting it's covered in sweat
1: that must have been the last thing they filmed that day.
0: It must have been, and they just didn't change didn't his care. shirt. <laughs> they are like, "No, no, no, that was a good take. It's fine."
1: No, you know what probably happened? They probably mm-hmm. only bought like four gray T-shirts, and he just sweat through all. Of them.
0: Unbelievable. A forty-five million dollar budget. Buy another pack of Hanes. <laughs> so they get down the Grand Canyon. He's all sweaty. <laughs> So she's talking to the kids, and one of the kids, they have that cliche conversation of, is he your boyfriend? And she's like, no, no he's just my a friend. friend. And then one kid like, goes, is
1: he though? You just fucking met this person. Right. Well, she's
0: just trying to be nice to the kids. Like, no, he's yeah, just a true. friend. But one of no, the kids. No, he's ki- just a
1: stranger. <laughs>
0: one of the kids goes, he wants to be your boyfriend. I see the way he looks at you. <laughs>
1: and then they <laughs> <shot> <laughs> They
0: him. pan over to Nick. Pan over. And again, he's making that ugly ass smirk. And he's just like, Argh. like he's de- like you can tell he's just making that noise under his breath. That Argh. anyway,
1: you love that noise.
0: They come back up the Grand Canyon, and he's dry as, <laughs> as desert as, the desert as the desert they're in. He's just fucking not sweaty, even though he just climbed three flights of stairs, the equivalent of which. <laughs> Unbelievable that scene. Anyway, I think that's all I've got for that scene. They get back in the car. Is that it's... when
1: he makes the hot dog joke or is that later? No, that's coming up. That's okay. like the next scene. Essentially. I have something to say about Okay, that. great. <laughs> so
0: they get back in the car. Now Nick Cage is driving and it's raining. And Jessica Biel cuddles him and falls asleep on his shoulder <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> they get to a road that's closed. And the guy's like, hey, uh, the road's closed, but there's a motel. And Nick Cage is like, two miles away. I got it. Like because he saw the future remember he can time travel in this movie <laughs> <laughs> and so they go to the motel and apparently there's only one room available at this motel and nick cage is like don't worry i'm gonna sleep in the car you could sleep in the room and he's like let me get this fire started and he's like, okay got the fire you started. just have to
1: wonder Good- how many times hmm. he goes back and forth mm-hmm. that we don't see
0: right right yeah and i was also thinking too like his character has probably lived like a thousand lifetimes oh my god because he's what just,
1: an exhausting life.
0: Right? I, I would use it so sparingly. Oh,
1: yeah. I would only use it when absolutely necessary. Yeah, at a certain point. One of my biggest fears is that I'm never going to die. Oh, so.
0: <laughs> well, we're getting deep in this podcast. Maybe it's because of the Benadryl.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I felt like I, was, I had a near-death experience
0: today. Well, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this is the hot dog joke because Nick Cage is like, all right, I'm going to well. go sleep in the car. And he says on his way out there's a there's a fire going Jessica Biel is looking as good as she does and he goes let me oh, I wrote it down have you heard the one about the zen master who wanted to buy a hot dog he wanted to be he wanted one with everything
1: yeah so yeah. nick screwed up the delivery of that joke okay because it's supposed to be make me one with everything
0: make me oh not he wanted one with everything. not i
1: want one with everything <laughs> yeah make me one with everything that actually makes, no makes more sense
0: <laughs> make me one with it yeah
1: not all have one with everything
0: <laughs> god damn it what an idiot
1: but why wouldn't they just but, have him redo it but it's also like, why is that in the movie
0: clearly you think this woman is your destiny is your soulmate so it's like is that is that the best you got you can see the future is that the best you got is we it a dad joke
1: established that he's socially awkward that's,
0: but but we barely established that
1: yeah that's true
0: because the only other time we established how can that, you be
1: so socially awkward when you have so many opportunities to get better at right. it you you Every time you do something awkward, can you imagine how wonderful that That's when I would use it. Every oh, yeah. time I do something really awkward that I still like lay, like I've, things from 2007 that I did that I still lay in bed at, and oh, this is getting so deep, yeah, I is. still lay in bed at night thinking, I'm such an idiot. Why would I say that? Right. No, like, I get what, you. What were you thinking?
0: I've had several jokes that I've told that never landed. And I still think about him sometimes.
1: I like made a I remember I made like a Facebook comment one time on someone's picture oh, and wow. I'd still think about it. I'm like, why why did I say that?
0: So <laughs> So in all right, brief diversion. <laughs> in college, we were I was in a writing class in a literature class or something, and the professor said something about a book where it was this uh, the the story was you know an island or or a land that was entirely women and you know how would society look different that was the conversation and I said I said something along the lines of like yeah but then who would like drive and vote like fully joking the joke being that I would never say something that sexist because (laughs) but I was in a freshman year English class and nobody knew me so it didn't land oh man and so I think that that's a somewhat funny story I then told some friends that a few years ago, and wasn't
1: it your coworkers?
0: Well, I wasn't gonna say that, but yes, my five <laughs>
1: female, co-worker.
0: my five female coworkers. Again, the joke being that of course I would never, and they think knew that. you
1: pretty, well. and they know me
0: pretty well. And I got crickets when I said, and they said, "Oh, that joke didn't work, did it?" And I was like, "Oh no, that keeps me up at night."
1: Yeah, I don't blame you.
0: Anyway. Anyway, where were we? What scene were we on? Oh, God. We have if a lot I to If I told go. my
1: story, <laughs> the person is related to the man who sneezed.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's just not. Let's, let's go back and listen to, what is no, it, Trapped in Paradise? I'm not cutting it. I don't want to do any editing tonight. So this is just going up as is. <laughs> All right. So we're at the motel. He made that terrible hot dog joke and then dipped into the car. The next morning, Jessica Beale takes a shower, throws a towel on, opens up the, the window curtains, and Nick Cage is, comes into the room, and he's sitting there, and she's just walking around in her towel, and Nick Cage goes- Very
1: wet. like, why didn't she dry herself?
0: <laughs> uh, she's greased up, <laughs> and Nick Cage goes- you know, the Italians have a word for beauty. And he does a magic trick where he pulls a rose out of nowhere. And then they start kissing because of that. How
1: many times do you think he tried something different and then realized that that would work?
0: (laughs) And before they even kiss, he goes over and leans into her. And then he goes, that was amazing. And she goes, what? He goes, this. (laughs) And then they kiss. (laughs) How uncomfortable is that?
1: Can you say that to me next time? You I'm kidding.
0: never going to do that to you. I'm sorry. I don't know if you want that or not. But So, oh, and then it's also heavily implied that they bang. So, <laughs> I know. And she, <laughs> I know, I know. So, meanwhile, Julianne Moore and the FBI, as well as the Russians who have snipers who are also not Russian and might be French and maybe British. There's a few scenes with them in between that I just glossed um, over. Did you so... want to talk about them now?
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I did read. That they are Russian, but they speak English, French, and Serbian.
0: <laughs> why? Why not just stick to one? I don't know. I remember them saying, like, oh, yeah, the Russians stole a nuke. And we're like, okay, so the Russians are the bad guys. And then, like, the next scene we see them, they're all speaking <laughs> like, French. French
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're like, why? And then a man starts cursing in Serbian, apparently.
0: Oh, great. Fantastic. <laughs> so, anyway, meanwhile, while Nick Cage and Jessica Beale are banging, the FBI and the Russians are trying to figure out both how to get Nick Cage on their side because they know he can see the future somehow. Mm -hmm. So they try... The
1: FBI agents are trying way harder than the Russians. The Russians
0: are just trying to snipe him. (laughs) I don't know why they think that would work because if he just gets shot, he can go back two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) the FBI's plan is, okay, great, he's got a girl. We'll get the girl to poison him. So... Uh, jessica beale is like all right i'll poison him and then she gets gives him the glass of juice and she's like no i can't do it they i when i went to go get the juice the 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 fbi told me to poison you and i won't i won't do it i love you too much or some bullshit like that and
1: uh
0: and nick cage is like okay i've got a plan and then i don't know exactly how it happens also he is so clingy for having just met this woman in a white nightstand they are so cuddly and they're like hugging and kissing on the cheek and like whoo whoo hoo, oh my like you just met and he's also very bad looking anyway where was I <laughs> oh he proves his powers to uh Jessica Biel and she's like kind of creeped out but also like oh what do we do now so he is trying to run from the FBI, and there's, again, more really bad CGI trains crashing inexplicably as he's running down the Grand Canyon. And ultimately, he gets to a point where it's either run away or save Julianne Moore's life. So he has to save Julianne Moore's life. She takes him into what can only be described as an FBI dungeon where they pry his eyeballs open. and it's she like, says, get out. Mm-hmm. And she says... The Russians stole a nuke, so you're going to sit here and watch the news until you tell us the exact location of where the nuke's going to go off. But (laughs) instead, what actually happens is because Jessica Biel is directly involved, he can see six to eight hours in the future when the Russians capture Jessica Biel and they blow her up on a rooftop. So they decide. Nicholas Cage and Jessica Biel, uh, Julianne Moore, they say, all right, I'll help you. You help me. We'll help you save Jessica Biel. You help us stop Stop the the nuke." nuke. So they have this whole plan. I don't think there's anything really noteworthy to to talk about with the plan. Nick Cage is just frantically pointing at people to for the FBI guys to shoot. He's like, "Oh, there's gonna be a guy over there. Shoot! Shoot! Three, two, one. Shoot him now!" Like they're invading the Russians' yeah. warehouse.
1: It'll be like two inches above the the guardrail. The guardrail. Shoot now! now.
0: Don't shoot now. She'll die.
1: Wait, now. <laughs> Oh.
0: Hannah's losing steam. So we're, we'll tear so, through the end of so this.
1: Drowsy. <laughs> <laughs> so drowsy. So much penetration.
0: There's, I think, honestly, the only scream in the movie is in this scene when the FBI are raiding the Russian, French, oh, Serbian yeah. base.
1: We had to go back and listen again.
0: He just yeah. says, we're back, we're back!
1: That's great. It. That's it. That's so
0: disappointing. I know. So, yeah, ultimately, they save the girl, they save Jessica Beale. And then they say, okay, let's let's work together now. We can find out where the nuke is. And Nick Cage goes, oh no, I've made a mistake. It's too late.
1: I messed up.
0: The nuke goes off and everybody blows up. But then Nick Cage wakes back up the morning that he banged Jessica Biel. Like 24 like
1: hours ago. Like 24 hours alone.
0: ago. Amazing.
1: And that's it.
0: Julianne Moore shows up and he's like, All right, I'll do it, but we'll do it my way.
1: We're keeping Jessica Biel out of this.
0: And they get in a van, and they drive away, and the credits roll backwards. And it's very like, the game is on. Let's do this. Save it for the sequel, baby. No sequel. No sequel, even though it made money.
1: What would they call it? Next next?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Next again. Oh, my God so that's pretty much it let me just scan my notes here and see there are some pretty cool scenes when the fbi was when he was with the fbi raiding the the warehouse where like he was they were showing him split off as he was like searching the whole building by himself essentially because he could just go back two minutes
1: right like cloning himself Mm -hmm.
0: that's what it looked like so but yeah so that's that's pretty much it like I said, it was kind of a fun I movie. I liked
1: it. Very enjoyable.
0: But between the hair and the age difference in the CGI, there were some really distracting elements. Yes. Okay. You are really dying. So <laughs> let's go and make, uh, I guess, what's next? Nick Cage Awards?
1: Mm, yeah, we do that next.
0: Is that what we do next? <laughs> New studio. I'm, you I'm, have I'm a lot of am haven't asked me in a while
1: if I'd watch it again or well, if I'd recommend it
0: would you watch this again yes i would too probably (laughs) would you recommend this movie to anybody yes i might (laughs) only if you're a fan of ozark you might then Mm, want to watch this yeah exactly it's fun yeah i think so too all right his hair is bad his hair is horrendous it's so (laughs) bad All right, let's tear through these awards because you're very low energy right now. <laughs> Best supporting actor. What's his name? Marcus Welch. Marcus Walsh. All right, great. Best dressed. Is it the magician? Is it the straw hat? Is it the gold jacket? Is it the sweaty shirt?
1: <laughs> I liked the puffy shirt at the beginning with the frills on it. Yes. Yeah,
0: I agree. Magician I like that. shirt. Okay. Worst Nick Cage scene. When they're driving in the car and she rub- leans on his shoulder. <laughs> Or is it the hot dog joke huh. <laughs> Then he does not get right?
1: It could be when they kiss and he says, that was amazing. <laughs> what? <laughs> this. <clears throat> yeah, I hate
0: that. Okay. What was the best Nick Cage scene in this movie? That's a hard one. None of them really mm. like stand out I as liked, an amazing I scene. I liked
1: the one when he first was meeting her and he kept trying over and over again.
0: Mm. Even though he was like, manipulating her
1: into, yeah, I just into liking it was him. yeah
0: it's kind of fun i guess because he fails a lot and it's kind of fun to, watch, fun him to fail.
1: watch all of his magic <laughs> yeah
0: all right best scene was the was the uh diner impressing jessica beale best scream There was really only move, one move, out. move back or move out or whatever he says and the most nouveau shamanic moment
1: is it just the shaman. He's talking
0: about shamans.
1: shaman thing. <laughs>
0: I'd love to go talk to your shaman. I think I could learn a lot from shamans. That's that's, like,
1: I mean, that's nouveau shamanic. It's, it's about shamans. It's shamanic. New,
0: it's new shamans. <laughs> new shamans. That's what it translates to.
1: Newfangled shamans. <laughs>
0: Newfangled shamans. That's what we call a callback in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're almost out of here, but you've got one very difficult job. Where are we ranking this one?
1: those spooky sounds
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> so in a new house you will hear new house sounds and some of them are spooky because they're foreign to us mm-hmm. but i'm sure it's fine
1: can can you let me know what is in like the top 11 to 20
0: 11 to 20 here we go we'll start at 11 racing with the moon <clears throat> best He's of
1: pretty new in that
0: best of times Raising Arizona, Kiss of Death, Con Air, World Trade Center, Red Rock West, The Rock, oh, Matchstick Men, so hard. Gone in 60 Seconds. That's 11 to 20.
1: Ooh. I feel like his character is a similar calmness as Gone in 60 Seconds.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Similar hair. hmm mm. It's worse than this one.
1: But I liked it more than Gone in 60 Seconds.
0: So did you like it more than Matchstick Men? No. All right. So it can go between those two. Yeah. And that would put it right at number 20. Yeah. We We did did it. it. Hannah gets to go to bed soon. Yeah. All right.
1: What's next? Uh, Not next. (laughs) (laughs) Good one.
0: (laughs) Do you know what's next, Han? It's our first sequel, ah, National, it's Treasure a National Treasure Two, Book of Secrets. Book of Secrets. Uh, <laughs> That's going to be next week. We are not Helen going to make. In it. Uh, we are not going to make a shot-for-shot remake of the trailer. <laughs> oh, that was so much work. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do a regular episode. Hopefully, Hannah will be in higher spirits. We might be in yet another recording studio, so it might be less echoey. But mm, we'll see. We will see. We'll Only wait. time will tell. Only time will tell. But Nick.
1: Nick knows two minutes ahead he
0: sure does we don't No. <laughs> anything else you'd like to add before that, you go to bed that
1: is all i've got sir
0: fantastic
1: you gotta say it
0: now you know why the neck caged bird sings he
1: did it better than i do <laughs> no he didn't no one does it better than i do
0: <laughs> oh my god i'm ending this madness thanks for listening guys take care now